First Person is produced in cooperation with the Far East Broadcasting Company, who rejoice in the stories of changed lives through the power of Jesus Christ. Learn more at febc.org. We, we make a video that I, I said the enemy, he can destroy or burn gospel, but no one cannot destroy the word of God. It's living yeah, and active and, and it can be active in your life. He's a young Ukrainian man who is both a Christian broadcaster and a youth pastor. You'll meet Igor Serida on this edition of First Person. Welcome, I'm Wayne Shepherd. A bit of an explanation before we begin the interview. The Far East Broadcasting Company operates eight radio stations in the country of Ukraine. Known as Radio M, most of them remain on the air during this terrible war. You'll find more information when you visit febc.org. Well, in early May of 2022, I had the opportunity to visit Ukraine, and more specifically, the city of Chernivtsi, where many of the broadcast team had relocated in a safer corner of the country. One of those radio presenters who has led many people to Christ during this crisis is Igor Serida. Using his radio program as well as social media, Igor continues to point people to Jesus Christ as their hope and strength when many of them have lost their homes and are separated from their families. So, in the studios of Radio M, I sat down to talk with this remarkable young man. Well, Igor, I feel like I know you because I have seen you online as you've broadcast in Ukraine and on social media in Ukraine. So, it is a delight to sit here in Chernivtsi with you. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing the name of the city, but uh, how would you, you know, pronounce where we're at? Chernivtsi. Chernivtsi. Yeah, okay. you, you do the best. Okay, all right. <laughs> Igor, you're one of the young broadcasters with the Far East Broadcasting Company. In Ukraine, it's known as Radio M. Um, talk about what's going on right now in your country and with FEBC's ministry here on the radio. So we have a war right now. Uh, it's more than two months war is going on, and uh, it's a hard situation we have. But uh, we, with our team, we we want to to do our stuff. I mean, to inspire people, follow Jesus Christ, and even we understand that. You know, like what, what I can see right now that, of course, we have a lot of problems. Of course, people are, people are have uh, such a, a lot of depression, a lot of sadness. A lot of relatives are um, go, go out, I mean, go to another countries, to Europe, to U.S. and other countries. Mm -hmm. But in the same time, people who, who, people who are stayed in Ukraine, they are so open to God that really I, I, I have not seen it before because people, uh, they really uh, looking for hope and right now, only one hope that we can give to them, it's Jesus. So that's why we are recognized that this time, this really very special time for our generation. So we try to inspire them. Of course, sometimes we as a team, we also we have our personal challenges. But you know uh, what I'm feeling that uh, if you give to people, if you serve to, to them, if you speak to them, I mean about Jesus. Uh, so uh, after that, Jesus, like he uh, pour out his his 
love to mm. you also. Yes. You, you gave this love to, to people and Jesus gave his love to you. Yeah, isn't it wonderful to be used yeah. of God in that way? Yeah, huh? yeah. we are only donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you yourself, we'll talk more about uh, what's going on presently in Ukraine, but you yourself are displaced. Yes. Uh, I remember seeing a video very early after February 24th when... Uh, you and your young wife. Um, yeah. I mean, that was, it all, it brought tears to us to hear uh, you and, and hear her uh, testimony of what you were going through as well. So how, how are you doing, you and your family? Yeah, so uh, really first 10 days we were in Kiev and uh, we slept in a bomb shelter, me, my wife and my two kids, my two daughters, five and one year uh, old. And also our relatives uh, were there and it was hard because we heard explosions, we heard uh, like missiles, rockets, uh, and it was dangerous to, to you know, don't sleep uh, and this time. And even uh, I, I saw on my, uh, at my, my apartment when... Um, uh, Russian troops was on our street. You could see them. Yeah, I saw. My pr- I don't shoot it, especially because it's uh, yeah. under the law. Yeah, you didn't take video. Yeah, of it. I didn't take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting I takes wish. on a different connotation in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you for correct me. Yeah, I, 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 did, I didn't film it, it but uh, I saw uh, that uh, it wasn't uh, like our Ukrainian soldiers take them arrested them i mean so that's why we are decided to uh, like go next next uh, place and we uh, w- were there during last like, during 10 days first days uh, first 10 days of war and after that we recognized go uh, forward and we came to lviv it's western ukraine mm-hmm. one of the biggest city and we decided to, to, that my family, my wife, I mean, and my two kids, they should go to Europe because it's more safety. And they go, of course, I was sad, but uh, in the same time, it, it, is, it, it opened more doors for me for, for like ministry. I started making more broadcasting, uh, starting even... Uh, 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 we have curfew in Ukraine, you know, in L- mostly cities have curfew after 10 p.m. Oh. Yeah, so that's why uh, I decided to make like a uh, special broadcasting and I call it uh, uh, Curfew Bible. <laughs> because on, after curfew. And so you know you have listeners in cars after 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> who are going to gas station to fill up. Maybe, so yeah. you've got a captive audience, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. That's amazing. And what I have, what I did, I, I just opened Bible and read Bible in Ukrainian language. So only, only this. And you know a lot of response I have about it. So people are enjoyed. And it's like uh, Ukrainian modern translation because we have only audio old ones. So mm-hmm. I decided I should to do this stuff and it was very, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. You have a lot of personal interaction with listeners too, don't you? How, how does that work? Uh, also, yes. Uh, and uh, you mean... Uh, Personal me or yeah, or, I mean you personally online and otherwise. Yeah, you, yeah, you, we have you, online. We have uh, we working on Facebook. We working on YouTube, and also we're working on TikTok. And in TikTok, and not only there, we have a lot of response. And uh, when I 
I mean, me personally, when I'm making some videos, uh, just posting, and you know, a lot of people are uh, answering for these videos. And even uh, two days ago, we were on a place where we were uh, office of Mission Eurasia. Mm -hmm. And I um, uh, made a video where it was a uh, burned Bible. Yes, yeah. Gospels. I have not seen your video yet, but Mission Eurasia, uh, another ministry close to my heart, as you know, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. had our building destroyed in Irpin yeah. by tanks. You visited there. Yeah, we, we visited that place. Okay, and they took all the Bibles out of that building. Yeah, and it was totally burned. They burned them. They, they yeah. burned them. And you know, uh, we stayed on that place. And one idea came to my mind to make a, a video. And there I, I, you know, I found there on the one piece of gospel, one little piece of gospel, there is, was written the gospel of John. <laughs> so, and I, we, we make a video that I, I say to my auditory, you know, like uh, the enemy, he can destroy or burn it uh, uh, gospel. But no one cannot destroy the word of God. It's living. It's and living. Active. Yeah, and yeah. active. And and it can be active in your life. If you have some questions, just text me. And uh, I said to you, we we recording this uh, podcast nine uh, of May. And today in this morning, I just posted this video on okay. my TikTok channel. Uh -huh. And I have for this time, I have uh, I saw like. Probably 50, 52 of comments and response of, of non-believers who are interested ab about this. So, like, wow, it was born it, but how, like, it could be live in your heart. <laughs> so, what we are doing, it's like, I mean, all all the our uh, stuff, all our job, ministry, it's inspire people, really inspired to to follow Jesus. What a great story. But you're using this uh, social media technology yeah. now for, yeah. for the gospel, yeah. is what you're doing. Of course. I mean, you're on radio, too, and that's opening yeah. some doors. Yeah. But the social media is a way to reach young people, yes. old, old people. Are you hearing from everybody? It's a, a good way. You know, I, have, I know that uh, some of people there are, judge me about that I'm making... Why? Uh, because it's social network, it's uh, now like some of my videos may be not very um, religious, you know, <laughs> kind of it. So I should inspire and be very polite, but uh, some of them are funny. You make them for your audience, yeah, the, the people uh, you're trying to reach. You're totally right, because uh, it's kind of you're preaching in nightclub, you know? Uh, so the same in social networking, right. especially on TikTok. You're right. preaching in the center of nightclub. Okay. But people who are in nightclubs, they also need Jesus. Well, I've resisted TikTok so far. Um, I, I don't know if they have an age limit. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> okay. They don't All have, right. Yeah. All right. But I'll, you should I, try. I, I may just, have to try just to see you uh, and <laughs> no. see what you're doing there. It sounds so innovative. It, it really does. It's amazing how the Lord uses, and has through history, God uses different technology at yeah. different times, doesn't yeah. he? Think of FEBC and shortwave radio in its day. Yeah. And it's still being used today. Still, so Yeah, it's still working. So that's why we are also, every time we are discovering new ways how we can get people, how we can get our auditory, radio, broadcasting, social networks, and in other ways. This interview recorded in the country of Ukraine with Igor Serada, and we'll continue the conversation in a moment on First Person. 
With the crisis in Ukraine on all of our minds, I encourage you to visit the website febc.org for the latest developments. The Far East Broadcasting Company has had radio ministry in Ukraine for a number of years now, with many staff located in the country. They continue to update us with news and videos of the situation, which you'll find at febc.org. Also, the podcast, Until All Have Heard with Ed Cannon, can be heard there online with additional information. So keep praying for Ukraine and find the latest updates at febc.org. My guest is Igor Serida. We are in Ukraine at the studios of Radio M, the Far East Broadcasting Company radio station in Chernivtsi, which is uh, the station that has remained on the air, feeding the other FEBC stations around the country. And one of its broadcasters is Igor, who also is utilizing social media during this wartime in Ukraine to reach people for Christ. I want to hear your personal story, Igor. Tell me, uh, you're a young man. You've got a young family. I think you said your children are, what, one? And five, one and five. One and wow! Five. And your wife, your lovely wife, and they're living out of the country now, and you're separated. Yeah. You're one of how, who knows how many hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of families separated. It's got to be very difficult. Yeah, very difficult. But I hope I soon I will will meet them. Yeah. How long since you've seen them? Uh sixty days. S- two months. Two months. Yeah. Right now, in this time, two months. Yeah. I, uh, well, I know we have some listeners who will pray for you and your wife. Her name is Emma. Emma. Emma, thank you. Pray for Igor and Emma and so many others like them. But tell me your story. When did you come to Christ? When? What were the circumstances? I was born in a Christian family. Not. I was uh, when I was five years old. My family came to Jesus. Ah, okay. Yeah, and uh, I'm. I wasn't born in the Christian family, but in the same time, uh, we know, understand. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and at five years old, I start visit uh, visiting uh, kids Sunday school, of course. And uh, at age of eleven, uh, our family have. A lot of problems, you know. My 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 stepdad, he he also he he was a Christian, but in the same time he have a business, and he worked a lot with mafia, like with yeah. And uh, so that's why uh, in one day we have a lot of problems. Our apartment was uh, stole by murders, and uh, our dad, uh, my I mean my stepdad, he decided that we should left our city where we where I was born, it Odessa region, and so he we, uh, he first he moved to to Kiev, and like six months later, uh, my mom and my young brother, he also uh, go with him. And I stayed in in a city where where I was born uh, with my grandmother, uh, also two 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 years. So I, I I lived without parents, only with my grandmother, for for two years from eleven till thirteen years old. So you know it's teenage time. And I started to uh, spend a lot of time with my friends who are non-Christians. We start using, drinking alcohol. They proposed to me like smoking. I start listening uh, very hard rock music. And then we came to. I moved to Kiev. I mean, uh, me myself. I moved to Ki- to Kiev, and it was very hard to uh, to be 
together with my family. How old were you when you came to Kiev? And I was uh, 13 years old. 13? 13 years Very old. Very young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I have a lot of problems in school uh, because my, it, it, you know, it's it's the that time, that period of time that it, very hard to understand your uh, friends, your someone who, who who with you in school. But in the same time, I I know that God He is real, but I like ran away ran away of Him. And after that, uh, at age 15, I started uh, playing rock band on drum. Uh, I, I was drummer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't interest in, in school. But uh, also, uh, sometimes I visited church, visited sun, the Sunday services, like uh, star- also want to read the Bible, but it was not interesting for me personally. So uh, at age of 17, we are. I remember that very good. That we are. We are uh, sitting uh, on the place, chemistry, where where people are, uh, where dead people. You know, at, where dead. Oh, the cemetery. Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we are sitting with our friends, me and my friends, and we are drinking wine, uh, playing rock music. In a cemetery. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of romantic, something's, you know. Something's wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have long hair, uh, wearing uh, black uh, clothes, you know, big boots, black coat. So that was an outward sign of what was going on inside. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And that's thinking at the time, very cool in this time. <laughs> and I remember that I am looking for one uh, monument from someone who, who was died and like the age and I start thinking that God have uh, f- God, God have for my life his um, um, his his life you know his mm-hmm. s- s- script <laughs> for my life mm-hmm. and I think okay I will live and I and after that I will die so what I want f- of my life what's just, in between yeah just sitting here and playing and drinking wine and so I uh, stand up and I say goodbye for everyone who is, was there. And I uh, come back home. And I remember that in, in that day I say to my mom, you know, I want to really have a, a real relationship with God. It was all that sudden. Yeah. You stood up and said goodbye to your yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In one in one. That moment. had to be the Holy Spirit leading you, right? <laughs> you know, I, I know that my mom, she prayed for me, of course. Okay. So that's why maybe uh, Holy Spirit, like, yeah. he uh, take my my heart sure. this time. And uh, so that's why uh, for, for that period, it was time then I changed my life forever. Also, one good testimony that how I came to radio, you know, I'm joking that I am broadcaster with Broken Joe. <laughs> because at age of 22, uh, when my wife was pregnant of our first kid, my jaw was broken because uh, like it, some, some, some guys, he, they uh, start fighting with one of my friends and I helped him and it was like very, very yeah. bad situation. So my, my, my jaw was broken uh, into or three places. Mm. And doctors said that, uh, you know, like, uh, you can forget about... Uh, if if you will speak, it will be miracle. Hmm. So, you should forget for everything, like, you... Uh, because uh, I started 
speaking a lot of preaching and making broadcasting and i was very sad of course about it i just asked god why 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 it's happened but the miracle was it after three uh, weeks uh, i started speaking <laughs> and doctors was really shocked about it how 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 and uh, as you can hear me <laughs> right now yeah. everything sounds perfectly okay. normal now yeah yeah so it's really god's miracle <laughs> in my life and i know that i i believe that enemy <laughs> want to uh, take away my voice <laughs> so he cannot do this you fought back yeah yeah well thank you for telling us your story here you are a young couple displaced by this war how do you how do you feel about this what do you see as a future are you encouraged? Um, do you see a place? Uh, you see God working. You see God working in this wartime. But what is your place in all that? Uh, it's an interesting question. Of course, uh, when you know when we have uh, online calling, video calling, on FaceTime, uh, when I see my daughters, I start crying because it's sad that we are separate right now but in the same time i i understand there there's only a period of time it's not for forever of course it's not forever and i know that right now they are in a safety place it's important to know yeah if, for me as for that it's important and I, of course also in this in that time i i see how god he protect my family he protect me you know my prayer when all this started i prayed like because uh, you know every time you think that you will know what you will do but when you have panic attack mm. and you, all all your um, scripts <laughs> broken and you know what to do and uh, i i was prayed like god uh, for me as with lot and his family you know, remember, yeah, of course, when angels take him and I say, God, please, with me, like with Lord, just hear angels, uh, please help me. Is there a verse of scripture, a passage of scripture, just something from the word that has just impacted you in the last few days that you could share with us? And why has it been important to you? Yes, it's uh, from book of Isaiah, Isaiah 41, that uh, don't be afraid, I, I with you. It's, uh, you know, like, I, I don't know, but uh, I remember that this verse uh, re- remind to me, like, even, even uh, like, Isaiah 41. And Isaiah 41, what, what is written in Isaiah 41? And I opened and saw this verse and like, oh, okay, this is that verse. Don't be afraid, I with you. Uh, so I recognize it really. I shouldn't be afraid and I know that my God with me. Isaiah 41.10, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. The testimony of Igor Serada, separated from his wife and children, but serving the Lord through this time of war in Ukraine. If you'd like to learn more about Igor and the other broadcasters of the Far East Broadcasting Company carrying on during this most difficult of times, please visit febc.org. The staff of Radio M have become heroes to me, sacrificing much to follow God's call to serve people with the hope of the gospel. For more, again, go to febc.org and also go to firstpersoninterview.com where you can share this interview. 
Now, with thanks to my friend and producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Thanks for listening to First Person. First Person.